Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If we just like take a second to look at the positives of this weird time we're in uh, on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. While we are maintaining our social distances, um, I think sometimes like it can be a little bit easy to just go into that headspace of like, this is so difficult and feel really lonely. I'm not connected. It's it's that's an easy place to slip into. But the question I'm asking you is in what ways have you seen community coming together, even though we are physically needing to stay apart? Six five one six four one one oh seven one. I just warm fuzzy, want to just celebrate some of that stuff. Because I had something really funny happen yesterday. Okay, what was that? Okay, so just to bring everybody up to speed, my haircut is as follows. I have an undercut, which means that like half of my head is shaved underneath my long hair. So my hair on the top is fine and I can let it grow forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. However, the part that's underneath gets to like an awkward length every four weeks. So I need to go in and have that shaved. Yeah. So I had my appointment. It was supposed to happen today at five. I got a phone call last night from the receptionist at my hair place. Shout out to hair police. They are closing for the next couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, at this point. And I was like, okay, I get it. And I totally support them. And I'm going to, you know, make sure I tip huge when I get back there. But I was like, oh my gosh, on a personal level, my hair is going to look bad. Right. And people still have to see me because I still come to work. Right. So you guys have to look at me. So I had a little self-conscious moment and then I realized, oh my goodness, I had just gotten rid of our clippers. So we had a set of clippers at our house. Oh, okay. And I had just given them away because I never used them because I gave my son a terrible haircut once. So I had to like, I can't do that any longer. Yeah. So I privileges were revoked. They were revoked by myself. So we don't have our clippers anymore. And then I thought, oh my gosh, my neighbor, she used to cut her son's hair out on the driveway. And I know she has clippers. So I texted her, Amy. That's her name. So I called I her by name. Because so, otherwise it'd be weird. <laughs> I called her by name, Amy. Um, can you give me a buzz and I'll give you a buzz? What I meant was, I'll bring a glass of wine out to the driveway. Oh, cute. If you will buzz my undercut. And so sure enough, I brought her a glass of wine. She was close enough to me to uh, cut my hair with the clippers. And then I got inside and took a shower and it was just like, but honestly, it was like, it was one of those moments where I thought, okay, we can get through this. 
because somebody on the block will have a Clippers. Yeah. Just, and I, I mean that like metaphorically. I think there's a lot of people who are going through the list now of all the things that they're not going to be able to do. And um, a number of those things are just becoming like right in front of your face. Now, obviously, there are also attached to this a lot of really heartbreaking stories of Absolutely. people whose livelihoods are drying up overnight. And we all know people who work not only in the restaurant industry, but in the um, hair industry, um, you know, and in beauty industry. I mean, like... And you don't need to email because I know there are many more that I yes. can't name them all. So many industries. Um, so many industries where people are now losing their livelihoods. Um, but a lot of us, too, are thinking about the services that we are then going to lose uh, from no fault of our own. But I was just like, OK, I guess we're going to have a coronavirus hairdo for the next mm-hmm. few months because I ain't go. going to get my hair did. And I'm certainly not trusting anybody to, you know, to touch it. I, and I don't have a Floby, although depending on how things go, I might be looking for Flobies online because um, I'm already doing it for you. Yeah. Well, it certainly does suck. suck. Hey! Uh, you know, I'll just have you know right now, you can get one uh, for 58 sorry, $53. You can get your Flowbee online. But that's $58? The, yeah. That's a lot. Well, no, actually, if you want to get it from Walmart, it's $159. So I think this one's gently used. Oh. Just put a spaghetti strainer over your head. And <laughs> I feel like, you know what I'm going to do? Hair. Like, I ain't, I ain't sweating it. I'm just going to put a hat on. All right, good. Yeah, you like, can just leave us. your hat on. Yeah, thank you. Or like do barrettes, <laughs> or berets, or berets. Colleen, you left my call. I can't see your face. I can't see yours either. <gasps> uh, so hey, let's go to the phones. Tina is on the line. Hello, Tina. Tina, how have you seen the community coming together? Um, on the next door app, it hasn't affected me personally, yes. but I've just admired. Um, on the Minnetonka Deep Haven app, or a lot of next door apps probably are doing the same, but people are offering their services for the elderly or people that are homebound um, to do their errands for them and do their grocery shopping or, mm-hmm. or whatnot. You and know, I have loved that too, Tina. You're so right. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. And then Lunds and Byerly's also, the grocery state stores are, some of them are opening up and giving dedicated hours for people that are handicapped or elderly or that kind of thing. I I love that. Tina, and you're so right. Thank you so much for your call. Also, shout out to this. I mean, like my mom just texted me and said, can you do some grocery shopping for me? I said, sure. Well, now in the break, I'm putting my order in for Lens and Byerly so I can just drive up and grab it. Yeah. So the grocery stores are really killing it when it comes to how they're delivering um, groceries. You can use your shipped app. You can use your Instacart app and they'll drop food off for you. You may have to wait a couple of days for service. It's not going to happen as fast as it has in the past. You know, oftentimes you could get a grocery delivery like within the day. Um, but you can do drive-up orders. I know at Cub for sure, and I'm sure that we're going to see more of that happening. Yeah, which I mean, is so you're nice. Have to, right? They have to, uh, but it's so nice because you know that way. You know, you're still supporting those businesses. You're still getting your needs met. Um, people who are working are still able to, you know, put the hours in, and probably they need to staff people differently. Um, but yeah, these are just difficult times and I just have seen the community coming together and rallying in, in such unique ways. And I think we're going to continue to see new and interesting innovations, right? Yeah. Like you guys know, Aaron Schwab, our friend, Aaron Schwab, mm-hmm. I know that one of her gigs, she's a singer, a local singer. One of her gigs was canceled, of course, cause the restaurant closed. Yeah. They're going to do a gig online. That's awesome. So you can still see music live. 
the other the other thing that I saw um I saw, must have been somewhere on Facebook uh was there was a possum. <gasps> there was. Uh and we are going to talk about that particular animal as soon as Holly gets off the phone. Oh. Because she was not ah! ready for it, but now she is. We saw a possum. Wash, Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Come and run it from the log. Wash your hands. Just wash, wash your hands, your hands. Wash your hands. Everybody come along. Wash your hands. Do it. We have a secret word of the day. That word is possum. And every time we say the word possum during the show, you will need to wash your hands. And maybe that means going to a sink and soaping up your hands and singing that darn song while you wash your hands. Or it could just mean sanitize. If you if you can't move from where you are and water's not available, just, you know, keep your hands clean. Wash your damn Hands. And, you know, all the other bits and pieces, too. Please. Okay. Yes, but I don't really think you need to be washing all the bits and pieces while you listen to our show. Well, you know, hey, whatever know. floats your know. boat. Yeah, if you're exactly. home alone, go for it. I don't know what you're up to. Let's quickly go to Tina uh, and uh, before we go to break. Hi, Tina. Hey, I just wanted to note that I just pulled away from my grocery store and the county market in Hudson always has $10 grab bags to donate to the food shelf. Oh, great. And when I grabbed one and went to go put it on the place, you know, the area where they collect them, it was overflowing. Oh, good. Uh, I've never seen it. So just seeing how people are still doing good things. Tina, I love that. Thank you so much. That is absolutely wonderful. And to that end, let's talk about one way that we are pulling the community together here at My Talk 107.1. We are asking for your help to help feed our seniors and our kids. And you don't even have to leave your house. You can maintain your social distance and go to MyTalk1071.com. It's right there on the front page. You can click directly to it. And it'll take you to a landing page where you can donate to two wonderful and deserving organizations. Bradley, do you want to tell us a little bit about those organizations? Yeah, we've got Meals on Wheels and the Sheridan Story. Meals on Wheels, of course, is bringing meals to seniors and people with disabilities. And people, you know, those are folks right now who who need help during a time of crisis. Um, the Sheridan Story, of course, is providing meals to kids who depend on schools to prevent hunger. And they are now working to prepare 330,000 meals for kids who are not in school. So... All you have to do, as Colleen said, is head to our uh, website, mytalk1071.com, click on uh, the Help Feed Our Seniors and Kids page. Right there, uh, there are links for you to donate to both the Sheridan Story and Meals on Wheels, and we've been keeping track of that all day, and you guys are turning out. So thank you for everyone who's given so far, and thank you to everyone else who will now give. And uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we got to talk about what the new normal is going to look like here when it comes to how we watch movies. Uh, we'll talk about that after this on My Talk 1071. Happy Tuesday, everybody. It's the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, and Bradley, just so you know, I had to reboot my computer. I'm no, trying to get back good. to our hangouts so that we can see each other while we talk. Just let me know when you get there. I will. For those of you who don't know, we are all in separate locations. We are 
broadcasting uh, in separate studios, which is a little bit harder than what we normally do. Holly is in the regular producer booth. I'm in the regular talk studio, and Bradley's in a whole room across the hall. A whole new room with no windows to look outside. It's sunny outside. And I am in the dark. And I should probably turn the lights on because it gets a little weird. Uh, In any case... (laughs) That's what's happening, and we're trying to find ways to still be able to see each other and enjoy each other's presence while we are... Can I just say... Having this moment. Yeah, what? Say whatever. Technology, man. Can you imagine if we were going through this when we were kids? No. Technology! I don't... Now, look, I understand... I understand a lot of the world doesn't have access to this technology. I totally, totally understand. Most U.S. Americans don't even have maps. (laughs) Such as. Such as. But um, for those of us who do have access to the technology, I I don't know what we would be doing other than Honestly. sitting on our couch and staring at a wall. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Um, this has been, I will just tell you, I, when I left the house this morning, I haven't been able to get my own ducks in a row. Feel free to judge. Your children? To get my kids on a schedule yet, you know? Because my husband is working from home, which I do not envy him for that. And I have to go out into the scary world, which I do not envy myself for that. I mean, nobody is in an ideal situation, right? So I just said to my kids this morning, I said, listen, I'm going to go. Today's the last day you get to sit on your booties and do anything like related to your technology for fun. Yeah. When I come home tonight, we're going to start to clean up together. And we're going to work together on a schedule and we are going to learn over the next couple weeks how to manage our own time. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, you know, and you're not alone. I mean, I don't think you're behind the curve at all. I think everybody's doing this on the fly and whether it's families or people alone, I, I think for myself, I've given myself a week of just mourning the fact that my route and I don't mean the luxury of a full week to do whatever I want. I'm just saying mentally i needed the space to be like okay if i don't have a new routine right now that's coming but let's just walk through a week and see what we need to deal with yeah exactly and we're just gonna take a deep breath and and see what's next and um do our best i mean truly the best anybody can do is the best they can do i just got a text from my shipped shopper oh hey who's shopping my order and she did explain to me uh due to high demand for items some things might be out of stock. And I just, you know, what I have to say to that? <laughs> All right. That's, you know, we'll get through. Yeah, it's like yesterday <laughs> when I went to the Costco for my last, I'm like, this is the last run we're doing for a while. And I walked into the produce area and I was like, okay, so that's fine. Yep. <laughs> we're going to eat a lot of mini carrots over the next two weeks. You're going to be like Bugs Bunny. Mini carrots! We celebrate you, mini carrots. Uh, Hey, one other thing, though, I want to definitely celebrate is this like thing that Universal is doing. And I'm hoping other studios will follow suit where they are allowing some theatrical releases to come. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Right into your living room. And this will start on Friday. So some of the movies that are still in the middle of their theatrical runs, uh, like The Invisible Man, The Hunt, and Emma, those will be showing up on digital platforms. You can rent them for $20. No, I know. You're like, $20? Well, they're not, they're going to be more than a regular rental because they're still playing in theaters. And honestly, like, that's actually a steal. Well, especially if you and one other person were going to the movies. Exactly. I can pop my own corn at home and sit on my own couch and watch one of those theatrical releases and not worry about what kind of virus I might be getting on my body. You don't even have to worry about somebody being on their phone. No. Yes, you do. Yeah, you do. Yes, you do. I was going to say, Candy Crush is a reality in my home. Yes, that's true. That has frequently brought our relationship to a friction Point. Point. Well, Maybe. now you can call them out without embarrassing those right. around True. you. True. Right. And True. you can pause the dang movie if somebody's driving you bonkers. Hey, pause, can I ask? Don't talk. Yeah. Can I ask questions about this? I don't know. Because yeah. I was looking over the article yeah. um, and I, there's not a ton of detail, but Correct. do we know, like, is this like, it's a 24 hour rental? It's, Thank uh, you for asking. I do have the answer to this. Uh, they will be available for a 48 hour rental period. The suggested retail price is $19.99, which is about $20. Um, and, uh, and this, by the way, now this is all, this all was announced in advance of AMC shutting down entirely. So now one of the largest theater chains has shut down. And so I'm projecting that we might see this happening a little bit more. Well, I just got a caller, uh, and she said that Emma from Universal is available to stream now. Now you'll have to go and double check. Wherever you purchase movies to stream, but it seems like Universal is already starting to roll things out. So definitely check your streaming provider and see what you got. Good to know. Perfect. Thank you so much for that, Holly. Hey, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have a little announcement about our usual D-bag segment. We are going to suspend it for a good reason. We'll share it with you after this on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. I didn't just survive a wreck. I wasn't just blown up yesterday. I have been stabbed, shot, poisoned, frozen, hung, electrocuted, and burned. Oh, really? Entertainment. Pop goes a weasel. You know, usually in the show, on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hey. Usually at this moment, we usually, usually, how many more times can I say usually? Maybe I, know, usually I can one or say two. it as often as I say the word. Wash your hands. Get the germs off. So, wash your hands. We have a word of the day. That's nasty. And the word of the day today is possum. Every time you hear that word, we go and we wash our hands. That's what we're doing to try to do our part to keep y'all safe and healthy. Um, But, okay, usually in the show, we talk about the D-bags, the celebrities behaving badly. And we thought, 
do we really want to rag on celebrities right now? No, Is you know, not so much. No, we love to rag oh. on celebrities. Also, don't worry. Beyond the COVID-19 crisis, there will be D-bags again someday. Oh, trust. Oh, trust. Yeah. We will get back pew, 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 to our <laughs> old selves. We'll find reasons to rag on the celebrities. But we decided now is just not the time to do that. So instead... What we want to do is share anti-D-bags. We want to share stories of good things that are happening in the world right now, despite the fact that we are kind of in a crisis situation and dealing incrementally with what that means for us as a community. So we thought, what can we celebrate today? Bradley, the first thing I want to celebrate is the fundraising that we are doing together as a community. Yes, Do you want to tell people about it? Absolutely. There is a way that you can help right now from the comfort of your own home. All you have to do is head over to mytalk1071.com and either click on the homepage or keyword hunger. You'll see right there the opportunity for you to make a contribution to two amazing organizations who are helping sustain food security for vulnerable people throughout our community right now. That means... You can make a contribution today for Meals on Wheels or the Sheridan Story. Both of those organizations working very hard despite all the challenges we are all facing right now to make sure that those who have less than we do have access to food security. Do you want to tell them about the organizations, Colleen? Yes, I absolutely do. So, uh, as you mentioned, Bradley, Meals on Wheels, and this is a uh, an organization that brings meals and like hot prepared meals to seniors and to people with disabilities so that they can um, eat in their own homes. Uh, and and so your donations will uh, help somebody who is homebound anyway uh, get the food that they need. And then the Sheridan story. Now, we have a special connection to the Sheridan story because um, a few years ago when we did Project Down and Dirty, the restaurant, we raised money for the Sheridan story. And so we got to know the organization quite well and the work that they do. And what they do is um, really what people don't maybe realize is how many children are actually receiving the majority of the food that they will get during their day from free and reduced lunches in the school system. And so oftentimes when they are going home for the weekend, they are going home to a house that is experiencing uh, food insecurity. And so what the Sheridan story is, is they bridge that weekend gap for that family by discreetly putting packages of food in the backpacks of kids who are experiencing some food insecurity in their lives. And that food is uh, nutritionally dense food that they can make together as a family to feed the entire family. Um, and so right now, what because schools are out, and so there are a lot of people who are really experiencing that food insecurity uh, and maybe are confronting loss of jobs, loss of income in one way or another. Um, and so the Sheridan story is really working overtime to try to make sure that meals get in those families' homes. Absolutely. So here's a little something that you can know about the Sheridan story is they can turn $1,000 into meals for 250 children. Kind of amazing. It's amazing. If you have $30 to give, that provides meals to 13 children and their families. Yeah. And so, um, you know, whatever. And then there's also, obviously, you can give any amount in so between. Obvious. But just to give you kind of the bookends, 
$30 provides a meal to 13 children, a hundred meals or a thousand dollars provides meals to 250 children. And we have a goal here at my talk one Oh seven, one of raising at least $10,000 for each of these wonderful organizations. And so if you can find it in your heart, to just click over to mytalk1071.com and then click on, uh, click on, you'll see it. It's right on the front page. Uh, it will tell you, uh, it'll say, My Talk 1071 Help Feed Our Seniors and Kids Without Leaving Your House. Um, you can head on over there and any gift you are able to give, we are so appreciative for. And it will go a long way to help a lot of people in this time where we're already all struggling. And yeah, absolutely. And for those of us who are struggling less than others, remember, you probably over the last week or so would have been going out to dinner, maybe catching a movie, doing something social this weekend. So you've probably, you know, refrained from spending a certain amount of money that you normally do. I'm just talking about, you know, average folks. If that's the case um, and beyond that, of course, anyway, um, here would be a great opportunity to just drop some money help some people who need it most um, and make a real big difference in the moment. Absolutely. Okay. So I've got another little piece of good news. So normally in our show right now we are doing, um, we're talking to you about celebrities behaving badly. We just didn't feel like that felt like the right thing to do in these days. So we're giving you some good news to hang on to. And one of those things is like we said, helping uh, some people who that who will help feed people in our community. But the other thing I wanted to share, and this is something that you can do just by yourself, okay? But there's somebody who sort of formalized it, and they call it a kindness postcard. Um, a woman by the name of Becky Wass, she's from the UK. She created a postcard that people can print off. And like I said, you can do this on your own. You can do this with like a note card at home. But it gives you the op- uh, the option of filling in the blanks to create a note for for neighbors in your community that you can then drop in their mailbox so they know how to get a hold of you and what kinds of things you can help them do. So the postcard says, hello, if you're self-isolating, I can help. My name is, and then you fill in the blank. I live locally at, you fill in your address. My phone number is... You give them your phone number. If you are self-isolating due to COVID-19, I can help with the following. Picking up your shopping order, giving you a friendly phone call, uh, sending your uh, sending your mail for you, or if you need any urgent supplies, just call or text me and I'll do my best to help you for free. And this is just a great little, um, I don't know, I just feel like, like I said, you can be doing this on your own. Like grab an index card, write a note to your neighbor, trot on outside, pop those in the mailbox, and then just let them know you're there to help. Yeah, I mean, not everybody communicates through social media. I mean, earlier in the show, we talked to a listener who said that uh, she'd been keeping track of what's going on around the neighborhood through Nextdoor, which is a wonderful resource for people in a moment like this who you know want to say, hey, I'm going to the grocery store. If somebody needs me to pick something up and I'm able to, I'd be happy to, and I'll drop it off on my way home. That's great. But not everybody uses Nextdoor. I mean, right. especially if you think about um, the elderly community who's maybe not as tech savvy or people just um, like I don't use Nextdoor. Jamie does. But I, you know, like I would never see things on Nextdoor. But if somebody popped uh, a card in the mail and I was dealing with, I don't know. I mean, there are people who are dealing with illness right now. Like this is catching everybody sort of where they're at. So um, any additional ways that you can, you know, find out what those needs are, the better. 
Exactly. Uh, and, you know, and we will keep on sharing these stories of, of good things that are happening in the world, good things that are happening in the community, because this is hard enough for everybody. Right. There are some people who probably, as, as you've pointed out, Bradley, are struggling more than others. Um, but this is this is a difficult time. And with every day, we get a little more information and our lives change just a little bit more. And I've been finding I don't know about you guys. But like I'll get a we'll learn something new and it'll take me about 24 hours to just accept that new thing. Mm -hmm. And then I will feel like, okay, I've got this. I've got my feet under me and then we'll get another piece of information. And so we're all kind of going through this cycle of processing and good things are still happening in the world. You know, so we'll turn your attention to those things. What I love, and, and by the way, feel free to send those to us if you mm. see them. You yeah. know, just drop us a note, give us a call. Yes. Uh, not on next door, but you can put a postcard in our mailbox if you know True. where we are. Our virtual mailbox. Um, you can't come in it's the building, email. though. Yay. Um, <laughs> stay away. Don't touch me. Wash your hands. Mm -hmm. Don't touch your face. Okay. I was also going to say something else. And we've lost it. And we've lost it. And it Bye. really doesn't matter. Oh, I think I was just going to say, um, what were you saying, Colleen? You were talking about... We're going to continue to like show these good things that people are doing in the community instead of being all doom and gloom. I was talking about how oh, it takes me yeah, 24 you, hours to process. Yeah, you talked about how it takes 24 hours to process things. And I was thinking, isn't it just fascinating to see how quickly human beings can adapt to change. Like I am such a creature of habit mm -hmm. that my perspective on this entire experience a week ago is, I mean, two weeks ago, a month ago, but like 24 hours ago is totally different than it is today. And I am, I marvel with as many challenges we still face and really bad things that are happening in real time to people. I'm still, I marvel at our ability to just keep moving forward and do the right thing. Um, and that just makes me very hopeful because I don't know if you know this, hope is kind of hard to come by for some right now. It's very true, especially in moments like these where I just got a text from my shopper who's doing my grocery shopping of empty shelves. <laughs> so I'm going to just move forward and not worry about the fact that the butter might not be showing up. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we need to talk about what is going on with Big Brother in Germany. You guys, this is such so weird. a bizarre story. Stay tuned. It's just bonkers. It's going to like take you on a whole weird brain ride. Go on it with us after this on My Talk 1071. Well, as you're going through your day on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley hey. Trainer. Hey. Uh, I just want to remind everybody that we are trying to help out two really wonderful organizations as, you know, we're all struggling in this time. Uh, well, we're doing some isolation. We're doing some social distancing. There are people who are going to really need assistance when it comes to getting fed. And so you can help feed our seniors and kids without even leaving your house by just going to mytalk1071.com and you can find some more details there. But one thing that we have to talk about, this is such a bizarre story. The TV show Big Brother is currently happening in Germany, meaning the German version of Big Brother is, um, so they're locked in the house, just like the show Big Brother goes. Yeah. Bunch of strangers living together, yeah. um, competing, trying to make it out of the house with like a million dollars or something. Is it called Gross Brooder? Mm, good question. That, that would be Big Brother. I don't know. Sure. Probably Big Brother. Gross Brooder. Anyway. Well, sorry. what here's what's happening uh, on Gross Brooder in Germany. 
They don't even know what's going on. This is so insane. I saw this last night and thought to myself, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. I think this is so crazy. So they have been in the house since March 6th. And they're locked away and they're like, they're sequestered, right? They don't have any contact with the outside world. And that's how the show has always worked. Yeah. The, the American version, there's, there's versions of Big Brother in almost every, well, in many countries. So these people are locked in this house, no contact with the outside world. They have no idea that there is a global pandemic happening. And you know what I thought when I saw this? What? This, they are in the best place ever. Oh, because they don't know. No, and they're like safe. So they're not infecting anybody. They're, yeah, that's true. You know, they're not at risk for contracting it. Well, I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Well, no, because even the producers don't come into the house. So have they had a conversation of the producers? I mean, how are we just finding out about this meaning is this be are we hearing about it now because they've made the decision to tell them or they're going to finish they um so here okay so here's what we know and this is according to and i'm going to read you in german uh in i'm going to read to you in Bitte? german grün 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 is that what it is green 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 that's all i know oh, i thought you were speaking um, <laughs> My high school German is a little rusty. Okay, so the show's producers uh, defended their decision to not update the housemates on the crisis going on in the outside world. They told a German newspaper that I will not even attempt to pronounce that the information blackout would only be lifted under certain circ- in certain circumstances. For example, if a family member were struck ill by coronavirus... Um, they also said that there are special hygiene measures that are taken to protect residents themselves, but they did not explain what that entailed. So somehow they've communicated to the people in the house that special hygiene ma- manners um, were supposed to take place. I, was, I don't know. That's interesting. So they're like, hey, everybody, um, you're going to really need to wash your hands a lot. No worries. Everything's fine. But no, seriously, wash your hands. Oh, but check this. Okay, so here's the new information. Uh, after there was an uproar on social media, which, by the way, what? I really don't see any reason why they felt like they needed to tell the people in the house. If I'm being honest, I think it makes it kind of interesting. And they're safe. Whatever. Um, there was an uproar on social media. And they've decided to change its position and they've announced a live special episode that will air before the regular slot at 7 p.m. on Tuesday evening. So 7 p.m. in Germany at uh, on television. Yeah. So Sieben Uhr. I don't know what I don't know what time it is there right now. It's probably um, seven to nine hours ahead. They're ahead. Yeah. So this Okay. Anyway, uh, the housemates will be told of the growing crisis. They'll be giving, given the opportunity to ask questions about the state of the nation as well as receive video messages from their relatives. Oh, God. How do you think they're going to handle that? I don't even know. It's going to be So scary. now I suddenly want to see how this is going to go. Um, I think that would be frightening. I, well, that's, okay. 
so because I you're going to have a hundred questions is my point. Like once they say, Hey, everybody's okay. But, um, world pandemic, I think I would start because they're just going to have all the feelings we've had over the last, right. How long have they been since like only since March 6th. So only like 11 days. Oh, okay. So they know that there there's coronavirus. Well, I guess. But they don't know that, that it's, it's reached the literally lockdown mode yeah, in most I don't of know. Europe. I so here's the thing. As I'm sitting here thinking about this, I'm thinking, do you oh I'm sorry, February sixth. I got the sixth. Oh, okay. So that's significant. Yeah, that, that means is significant. They, they knew about the virus in China, but they uh or its effect in China, I mean, but um they don't know that it has made this spread and they have certainly don't know that most of Europe right. not yet Germany but probably soon will also be under uh you know severe quarantine or some sort of strict Okay so law. here's the thing about it is like when I'm thinking about this I'm thinking how do you want to learn if you are sequestered if you mm-hmm. are if you are in a place and you have no contact with the outside world do you want to learn things incrementally or do you want to learn things all at once And I kind of feel like learning them all at once right now, because if you think about how we learned it incrementally Mm -hmm. and we have a ton of questions all the time, yeah, like what, okay, what does this mean for this? If they're getting all of the information at once, there will come a time where there are no answers to any more questions, but they'll have a lot more information all at once than we had. Yeah, right? but but that's also knowing where we are. So we kind of know what the worst case scenario is. Like, the, what's the worst thing they're going to hear? We already know what that is. I So then I would ask you the question, okay, you can go to sleep now and wake up nine months from now. Do you want to <sighs> do that? Yes. Oh. Do you? I just feel like I don't know where we're going to be. I know. I don't either. But, uh, but. Oh, that scares me. I know. So why did we just do that? We just took ourselves to panic place. Because because that's what these people are going to be facing. Uh, You know, two months. Well, okay. It's, that's a longer period of time. um, Nine months. But, um, you know, even two months, I don't know where we're going to be in two months. Yeah. I don't know. This is just bizarre. And we don't have a scenario like this playing out here locally, except for. The scenario that just happened with Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah, so Jared Leto, by the way, walked out of the desert allegedly with an underage female, but that's a that's whole, different, a whole story. different story. But he was apparently on a what do they call silent that silent retreat? Yeah, for ten days. Or for something. ten days, and came out, and now he's like, hold the phone, what's happening? Meanwhile, like he was in a, another safe place. Well, right? I would on imagine a silent retreat. And again, I don't know the situation as closely in Germany as it ha- is happening. But I would imagine some of these people have lost jobs. No. Well, maybe or could be on the verge of. Or I family also members. feel like at the time that you go away to do Big Brother, you may have already confronted that reality. That's true. You know, yeah. but but you may have gone in and maybe have forfeited your job. With the idea that it will be really easy to find another job when you come out. Yeah. And the truth is... They also have health care. Okay. I heard you. Sorry. <laughs> it's true, I'm though. saying it's they don't maybe true. have the same worries that we do. Right. But they but they have other... I mean, they yeah. have worries. And so... For sure. I mean, I, I, oh, it just is such a bizarre story. And there was this moment where I, um, where I was jealous of them. Mm-hmm. Where I thought, oh... Wouldn't that be kind of... Because here's the other thing. Big Brother is what we're all doing right now. Right? Staying home. 
Oh, sure. You're like looking at the same four walls, the same faces for an extended period of time. They have, but there is no contact with the outside world, which we have that benefit of letting the outside world in. Yeah. But sometimes that is not a benefit. Yeah. Well, I mean, we all practice this. I mean, to your point, we practice this daily now so that when we get home from if if we're not already home, a lot of our listeners are probably already home and have been now for days. But, um, you know, when we go home, we're in our bubble and you may catch some news or look at some social media, but hopefully you're doing some social media mm-hmm. distancing as well. And so you then you don't really know what the world is quite going to be when the next time you leave it. Right. How true that is. I mean, and, and that's sort of what we were talking about in a previous segment is that, you know, the the processing that we're all trying to do globally, sometimes it takes a little time to kind of settle into what the new normal is and then and then the target shifts yeah so we're yeah. we continue to be kind of this we're all well, processing it together let's y'all. pay attention and see what happens to these folks yeah no kidding Germany, what their response yeah is. so there will no doubt be a follow-up story to this and i'll keep my eyes open for what that looks like when we come back on the colleen and bradley show hey guys we're out of here we're gonna go on a trip around the world yeah I mean, we're doing it virtually and we'll tell you how to do it yourself oh, after this you. on my talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.